thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Celia Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Back out here at Fox City Stadium, I am Joey D. About to bring a high school baseball here this afternoon. It's Nina and Manasha. Manasha is the home team being introduced right now and taking the field. As for Nina, they will be batting first. Their batting order looks like this for head coach Jack Tashner in his first year as head coach. They come in at 2-4 and four on the season on a two-game winning streak, as a matter of fact, after losing their first four. They will be going with the leadoff hitter, the left fielder, Peyton Melanthin. Then it's the shortstop batting second, Taylor Price. Batting third, the pitcher today on the hill will be Cam Hansen. The cleanup hitter is the first baseman, Jacob Leno. In right field, batting fifth, Marcus Hickey. Batting sixth, playing third base, Logan Iden. Batting seventh, the second baseman, Rex Beyer. The catcher bats eighth, Jack Carlson, and the center fielder bats ninth, Sam Dietrich. Melanthin, Price, Hansen, Leno, Hickey, Iden, Bayer, Carlson, and Dietrich for the two and four Nina Rockets. On the hill for Manasha defensively, they come in at eight and six, by the way. Seven and four in the Bay Conference. So they played quite a few more games. As a matter of fact, they got a chance to open up the season. What a thrill it was for them. I was talking with both head coaches uh, before the game. And Nick Carlson said that was quite a trip. They got to go down to Disney in Florida and play actually a local team a couple of times, Appleton East. And they split with them 10-5 to five and 6-5. to five. But he said that was quite an experience. And, and as you might guess, is a nice bonding experience for this team to open up the 2019 season had to be a thrill so they got a chance to play some early baseball but of course the weather has had an effect ever since they've gotten back and also for nina they actually had their game suspended against appleton north the other day so here we are ready to play baseball it is caleb domes on the mound for menasha And Melanton steps in the box, and we are ready for baseball on this Sunday afternoon. The wind, the kick from Dome, swung on, lifted to left field, and a leadoff hit for Melanton. He's rounding first, and he will stay there as the ball gets thrown in. A nice toss in from the left fielder, John Kiffel, and a leadoff hit on the first pitch of the game for Peyton Melanton. That'll bring up Taylor Price, the shortstop for Nina. Left to right for Menasha, John Kiffel, Tristan DeBryan, Jordan Nichols. And the first offering to Price. Just a little bit high, 1-0. After the leadoff hit to Melanthin. The Price, Cam Hansen, the pitcher for Nina, stands in the on-deck circle. This beautiful day here. At Neuroscience Group Field following the Timber Rattlers game. The 1-0 hits him on the wrist. So two base runners here to open up the game for Nina after the hit by pitch. That'll bring up Cam Hansen with runners on first and second. So only four pitches thrown by Domes and two base runners for the Rockets. And the right-hander steps in. 
Nice stirrups there for Cam Hansen. Love to see those nowadays. Nina in there visiting red tops and white bottoms. And the red and black and white stirrups. First one is fouled back to Hansen. No balls and one strike. Yeah, it's beautiful Sunday, boy, after <laughs> we, we deserve this. Hopefully it goes nowhere but up. But the long-term forecast, I didn't even see a 60, but it's supposed to be okay, I guess, up and down as we head on into the month of May. The 0-1 to Hansen. Swung on, foul down the first base side. Running over to get that Jordan Nichols. That was just over the head of Dylan Hippus playing first. Second base is Josh Zwerg. A shortstop, Brady Jurgella. And a third, Ben Romnick. That's the infield for the Menasha Blue Jays. The rivalry renewed. Both of these coaches know each other very, very well. Family connection, as a matter of fact, between these two coaches. From the stretch, Domes. The 0-2 to Hanson. Just, uh, no, that was a late strike call by the home plate umpire. He struck him out looking. So that's got to feel good. The first out recorded here by the Menasha Blue Jays pitching staff there. Home plate umpire, by the way, Ryan Neindorf. Out on the base pass, Darwin Korth. They'll be calling our game today. So with one away, the cleanup hitter steps in. It's Jacob Leno, the first baseman. First left-hander that Domes will face. And he'll do it from the stretch on the far right side of the mound. Looks back to second, and the pitch is just a little high. One ball and no strikes. Leadoff hit by Melanthin. And Taylor Price was hit by a pitch, so first and second with one away. Long look in from Domes to his battery mate, Kaiser Vandaloo, the catcher. And too long for Leno. He decides to step out. And the lefty will step back into the box. Domes wants a reset of the signs. He goes again from the stretch. The 1-0 pitch. Down low, two balls and no strikes. First and second. Rockets got something going here to lead off this game. The lefty Leno. Cleanup hitter. Again, Dome's taking his time. And the pitch. Swinging a foul off of his shoe tip. And so it's two balls and one strike. Coach Tashner was wanting a little explanation there of what was going on. So Leno will step back into the box. To face a 2-1 count from Domes. Melanthin gets his lead at second. Nobody holding him on. Same at first for Taylor Price. Now the throwback, and it gets into center field. Melanthin jumps up, but running in was Tristan DeBryan. Melanthin will not test his arm. Talking with Coach Carlson about some of his specific players, and he had a lot to rave about Tristan DeBryan there in center field. He said in his seven years coaching here, he definitely is one of the most mobile, most uh, athletic players that he's been able to coach, and he, he's got some range out there in center field. The 2-1 pitch, swing and a miss. Two balls and two strikes. Right there at the knees. Evens up the count at 2-2 two and two to Jacob Leno. 
Left-hander. Again, Domes from the stretch. Looks back to second. Nobody holding Millington on the pitch. Swing and a miss. Got him swinging. Back-to-back -back strikeouts for Caleb Domes as he looks like he is a little more settled in than he was the first couple of batters. So at two away, the fifth man in the lineup comes up, Marcus Hickey. The right fielder for Nina. Two on and two out here. Top of the first inning, no score. Just underway. And the first pitch to Hickey. Fouls that one off to the right side into the stands. Just past the box seats into the silver grandstand here at Fox City Stadium. Pretty decent crowd. Nina in the Timber Rattlers dugout. Even though they are the visiting team on the scoreboard here today, they're in the home dugout. No balls and one strike to Hickey. Domes looks at second and the pitch. Swing and a miss. The throw down to first and almost went into right field and that allows Melanthin to get over to third. Vandaloo wasn't even looking there and the low throw. Hippus had to dive after it to make sure it didn't go into the outfield so credit him for that but over to third base goes Melanthin and the first run is only 90 feet away. It'll be Hickey to face an 0-2 pitch and Dome steps off. So now you're looking first and third. Ducks on the pond here. The Neuroscience Group Field, the big logo right behind home plate. Domes gets the signal. And the pitch. That one inside and running on the play was Price. No throw down. And the stolen base for Taylor Price. Makes it second and third now with two outs. And Marcus Hickey facing a 1-2 count. Boy, Price is way off over there at second base. Nobody holding him on. Here's the 1-2. Swing and a fly ball into right field. Underneath it is Nichols, and he makes the catch just inside fair territory. And that is how the first half inning ends. No runs, a hit, and no errors. At the end of one half inning, it is Nina nothing and Manasha coming up after this on HBY. Well, after a little rocky start there for Manasha, allowing the first two runners on, they get out of a jam. It was second and third, but they get out of it, and so no score, and Manasha will come to the plate, and here is the lineup for Coach Nick Carlson in his seventh season at the helm. And the leadoff hitter will be Tristan DeBrian, the center fielder, batting second and catching Kaiser Vandaloo, batting third to shortstop Brady Jurgella. The cleanup hitter is the third baseman, Ben Romnick. The designated hitter will be Sam Wusso. First baseman, Dylan Hippus, bats sixth. Batting seventh, uh, pitcher Caleb Domes. Batting eighth will be the second baseman, Josh Zwerg. And batting ninth will be the right fielder, Jordan Nichols, who had that last put out to put away the Rockets in their half of the inning. Blue Jays getting their first shot at it on offense. DeBrian, Vandaloo, Jergella, Romnick, Wusso, Hippus. Domes, Zwerg, and Nichols. The lineup for Nick Carlson's Menasha Blue Jays. They will face Cam Hansen for Nina. And his battery mates will be Jack Carlson, the catcher. And 
Stepping to the plate will be Tristan DeBrian for the first time for the Menasha Blue Jays. Eight and six on the year. Went through a little bit of a losing streak. Lost three in a row before beating New London on Friday. And here they are again a couple of days later. Here at the big stadium. And the first offering from Cam Hansen. Swinging a bouncer down the third base side into foul territory. Logan Iden went over to try and backhand it, but it was in foul territory. Iden, the third baseman. Left to right for Nina in the outfield. Peyton Mellenton. Sam Dietrich in center. Marcus Hickey in right. First to third goes Jacob Leno. Rex Beyer at second. Shortstop Taylor Price. And as I just said, Logan Iden there at third. That one's in the dirt. One ball and one strike. And it's Cam Hansen and Jack Carlson. Coach Jack Tashner in his first season at the helm. And the 1-1 is off the outside of the plate. Two balls and one strike. The big logo is up on the big screen for the Nina Rockets and the Blue Jays. Good to see these two teams get back together and play in any kind of sport. Long-time rivalry in the FVA. And the 2-1 is lifted into center field. Coming on to make the catch is Sam Dietrich. And there's one away on the fly out to center. And that'll bring up the catcher for the Blue Jays, Kaiser Vandaloo. A right-hander steps into the box. Again, Cam Hansen, right-handed throwing Hansen on the hill with those stirrups, and he goes from the stretch, even though nobody's on base. First one's in there right across. No balls and one strike to Vandaloo. Brady Jergello waiting on deck. That'll be the first left-hander of the game. Again, from the stretch for Cam Hansen. Swinging a bouncer down the third base side foul. And goes off of the netting into the Nina dugout. Again, they are in the Timber Rattlers dugout. Talking with both these coaches, just a thrill for for them because they know each other. They go back way, way back. And as soon as Tashner got the job, it was the first thing that they said, let's, let's get these two teams together and play at the Rattlers Stadium. The 0-2, outside, ball one. One ball, two strikes. One out after the opening flyout by DeBryan. Here in the bottom half of inning number one. The one-two inside, two balls and two strikes, evens it up. Vandaloo kind of bent his knees on that one, but didn't offer. Sort of even it up at two and two. Glad to be back doing high school baseball here on the air for you. That one is right in there, the bender, and he got him looking for the second out of the inning. That was a beautiful pitch by Cam Hansen. So with two away, that'll bring up a third batter for the Jays, Brady Jergella. The shortstop, left-handed hitting Jergella. First lefty that Hansen will face, swing and a miss. 0-1, that one was kind of in the dirt. Jergella tapping his helmet. He knew it. Offered at a pitch he probably shouldn't have. So it's no balls and one strike. 
Swing and a grounder out to second. Byer scoops it up and drops it. And he is going to be safe. Byer looked like it was going to be a clean play, but lost the handle on it. And that's going to be the first error of the game and the first base runner here for Manasha. They catch a break. On the first error of the game. So put your Gilla at first. And that'll bring up the cleanup hitter, Ben Romnick. Senior third baseman, a throw over to first, and Dragilla is back in time. After leadoff fly out to center and a strikeout looking, Dragilla reaches first on an error, and he's off and running. The pitch is low for a ball, and the throw is not in time. The speedy Dragilla, I think he would have beat it anyways, but the throw was way out towards the shortstop. The throw by Jack Carlson. And the stolen base for Jurgella puts a runner in scoring position for the first time here for Menasha. Bottom of the first inning. No score on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Here's the 1-0. And that one's in there for a strike. One ball and one strike now. With two away. So both teams getting runners in scoring position in their half of the first inning. We'll see if Menasha can cash in. The 1-1 outside. Two balls and one strike. Ben Romnick, multi-sport athlete for the Blue Jays. I think he made some kind of conference team in football and basketball. Probably going to do it again here in baseball. The 2-1 is in the dirt. Three balls and one strike. With two away, he looks down to Coach Carlson in that third base box. The ball rolling onto the field from the Bullpen in left field, and nobody sees it. And now stepping off is Hanson because Iden at third saw it. And he'll throw it back over to the quote-unquote bullpen. Down the left field side. I can't see who might be warming up down there for Nina. Maybe just playing pitch and catch, but that one got into the field of play. So after that, the 3-1, the throw back to second. Jumping up and catching it, saving it from going into center field was Bayer. And back to second is Dragilla. Trying to hold him on. He does have some speed here at the top of the lineup. The 3-1. Swing and a fly ball into left field. Going back is Melanthon. He tracks it right on the warning track and hauls it in. Long fly ball, but that is going to do it for Manasha in their half of the inning. After one inning of play on the Papa Murphy's scoreboard, we've got no score back in 60 seconds on HBY. Back here at... Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium. I am Joey D. High School Baseball on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. A little chilly, but hey, we'll take this. This is uh, this is nice, nice weather for a baseball game. And it will be five, six, and seven in the lineup for Man or for uh, Nina, I should say. It will be six, seven, and eight for Nina. Logan Iden steps into the box for the first time. And his first offering from Domes taken outside for a ball, 1-0. Logan Iden, the third baseman for Nina. I didn't check the uh, official start temperature, but right now I'm showing 54 in sunshine. That one taken on the inside corner for a strike, one ball and one strike. No score on our Papa Murphy's scoreboard, which is a big one today. I guarantee you this will be the biggest Papa Murphy scoreboard that we have all season. Makes 
me hungry. The 1-1, fly ball into left field. Kiffel backing up, backing up, and he's got it. Just in front of the warning track. Iden gave it a ride, but Kiffel hauls it in. There's one away. Here in the top half of the second inning. And the seventh man in the lineup, Rex Byer, stepping in. He, too, just like Hanson, showing those nice stirrups. I see the guy on deck, too, as well, Carlson. The red, black, and white striped stirrups, high up to the knees. First one to him. He had to dive for it, and it is in shallow left field, making the catch is Brady Jergella, the shortstop, diving with a belly catch. And there's two away after the nice defensive play by Brady Jergella. That definitely saved a hit there. It looked like it was going to just bloop in there. As Bayer kind of reached for it. We'll officially call it an F6, but that was a beautiful play in shallow left center field. So two away, and that brings up Jack Carlson, the eighth man in the lineup. Wind up and the pitch. Dribbler out to third. Romnick scoops it up. The throw over to first is in time. And just like that, one, two, three. A relatively easy inning for Caleb Domes. And Nina is done in their half of the second inning. We go to the bottom half of the second inning. There's still no score on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Back in a minute on HBY. I want to thank all of our fine sponsors. Making it happen here on this Sunday afternoon with some high school baseball. Fox City Stadium officially here in Grand Chute after the Timber Rattlers game today. Pretty exciting game there as Rattlers were down 4-0, came from behind and won it 5-4 with some late-inning heroics in the eighth inning. They just got a thing for, for beating the Burlington Bees in close games. I think every game that they've beat them the last two years has been either on a walk-off or in their last at-bat, it seems like it. Today, 5-4. So, Timber Rattlers going to be gone for over a week, though. Before they're back next Monday. So, been a fun day here at the ballpark. And we are just getting started here with this high school game. We go to the bottom half of the second inning. They will go with the 5, 6, and 7 in the order. It'll be Sam Wusso, the designated hitter. He is hitting for John Kiffel. It'll be Wusso, Hippus, and Domes. Five, six, and seven stepping in against Cam Hansen on the hill. And this time. The pitch is on the inside corner for a ball. One ball and no strikes. It's actually a new pitcher out there. Just now noticing that Peyton Beckman is the new pitcher. That one on the inside. Two balls and no strikes. So beg your pardon. Peyton is in there now. Peyton Beckman. Big number 69. I just noticed that because Hanson always went from the stretch. So the 2-0 is in there for a strike. Two balls and one strike. So we have one inning to Cam Hansen. Beckman is in there now. Two balls and one strike to Wusso. Inside, three balls and one strike. Jack Tassner saying he's got to you know, run a bunch of guys out there today, so I better be ready. 
I forgot that he had said that. <laughs> so, Hanson's out after one inning. Not sure what other uh, defensive moves that might have been made. That one swung on by Wusso and foul tip. Makes the count full. Three balls and two strikes. Bottom half of inning number two, no score. They're going to keep me on my toes today. I know they are. I don't have binoculars, though. I'll just uh, do the best that we can. And the 3-2 is lifted into shallow right field and drops in for a hit for Wusso. The first hit of the ball game for Manasha, and it's by Sam Wusso, and they got a leadoff runner here in the second inning. That'll bring up Dylan Hippus, the first baseman, and a left-handed hitter. And now from the stretch goes Beckman. Being held on at first is Wusso. He looks at him. From the stretch, showing bunt. Wusso takes off. The throw down to second is not in time. And a stolen base for Sam Wusso. As a little hesitation there by Jack Carlson, the catcher, because of the bunt that was being shown. He had players shifting everywhere, and he didn't really have anybody to, to throw it to down there to second, so he hesitated, and the throw was way too late. So runner in scoring position again for Manasha, the 1-0. Fly ball into left center field, running over. He's not going to get to it. Dietrich could not run it down. Rounding third, and he's going to stay at third for Wusso. But a double by Dylan Hippus. Wusso had to hold up because it looked like Dietrich might be able to run that thing down, but he couldn't. And so now Manasha really in position here with runners at second and third. Wusso after the leadoff hit in the stolen base. Moves to third on the double by Hippus. That'll bring up Caleb Domes. Pitcher for Manasha. Right-handed hitter. Takes one outside for a ball. So Beckman in a little bit of trouble here. His first two batters that he faces. He's already thrown several pitches. And looking at second and third with nobody out. Bottom half of the second inning. Manasha threatening. The one to Domes. In the dirt, a good block by Carlson. That saved a run, no doubt about it. By the catcher for Nina. So it's two balls and no strikes. Nobody out, second and third in a scoreless game. The pitch by Beckman. Swing and a bouncer down the third base side. That'll go foul. Scooped up by one of the Nina players. Coach Carlson. Doing his coaching down in the coaching box. Showing him how to swing at those pitches. Two balls, one strike to Caleb Domes. From the stretch. Outside in the dirt, three balls and a strike. So Beckman in a lot of trouble here. Wouldn't be the worst thing with a walk here, but... See what happens. Three balls and one strike. Wusso at third. Hippus at second. The 3-1. And that one is in the dirt. Another stop by Carlson. And the first walk of the game is issued. So we got bases loaded and nobody out for Manasha. 
And the eight man in the lineup steps in, the second baseman, Josh Zwerg. Courtesy runner there at first. That's going to be Mac Augustine. Will be running for the pitcher. So it's Augustine at first, Hippus at second, Wusso at third, and Josh Zwerg, the hitter with nobody out. Pitched by Beckman, fouled back into the netting. Had a good look at it, good cut. Just got underneath it. No balls and one strike. Beckman looks at third now, gets the sign. Looking over his shoulder at first from the stretch. The pitch. That one's in the dirt. Boy, Carlson's doing a job saving some runs here. As Beckman has put quite a few of them in the dirt. Or the clay or the sand or whatever it is down there. One ball and one strike. Nobody out. Bases loaded. The pitch to Zwerg. Swing and a liner up the middle. It hits the pitcher. Goes to short. He'll go to second for one. On to first. And he's going to be safe at first. But a run is going to score. And Menashe has scored the first run of the game. one nothing Blue Jays. Scoring is Wusso. On to third will be Hippus. Out at second was Domes. On the fielder's choice. And so the first out of the inning on what was a 1-6-4 because it went off of Beckman. And they're going to give him a few tosses to make sure that he is okay. Kind of hit him off of the side of his arm. He looks like he's going to be just fine. But the old 1-6-4 see that too often but and that was a good try for, for almost got him there at first that would have been a heck of a double play but instead it's first and third now for Menasha and they score the first run of the game on a Papa Murphy scoreboard here in the bottom half of inning number two stepping in the nine man in the lineup Jordan Nichols and he's showing bunt and he pulls it back to throw down to second and the second baseman, Bayer, had come in. They were trying to get Hippus to come home and get him in a rundown, so on to second base easily was Zwerg. So second and third now, and the pitch was a little low, so the 1-0 count to Nichols. Takes that one on the outside corner. Good pitch, one ball and one strike from Peyton Beckman. Second pitcher of the game. A little bit of trouble here in the bottom half of the second inning. The 1-1 to Nichols. That one a little bit outside. Two balls and one strike. The shadows start to creep over here at Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium. Pretty soon it'll all be covered up, but just now hitting behind home plate for the shadows. The 2-1 delivery. Swinging a fly ball into shallow right center field. Coming on is Marcus Hickey. No, going out to catch it is Rex Beyer, the second baseman. Makes the catch, throws it home, and he got him. A double play to end inning number two. What a catch and throw from Rex Beyer into Jack Carlson, and they gun down Hippus at home plate. That is how inning number two comes to an end. Wow, what a play by Beyer. 
On to inning number three we go. Menasha does score the first run of the game. On one base, no, two base hits. So run one run, two hits, and no errors in the inning. After two on the Papa Murphy scoreboard, Blue Jays one, Rockets nothing. Back in 30 seconds here on HBUI. Back here at Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium. Sunday afternoon, all-day baseball here at the park. Uh, like I said earlier, a little bit of kind of kind of chilly, but we'll take it. Sun has been out all day, and what a way to end that second inning! Blue Jays had bases loaded and couldn't do anything with it except score one run. They did get the one run on the fielder's choice. That was almost a double play, but a run did score on that one. So they do hold the lead, but what a way to end that second inning as Rex Beyer made an over-the-shoulder catch in shallow right center field. I thought for sure that was going to drop in, and now we get a pitching change for Menasha as Domes is going to, looks like, head out to second base. And coming on into pitch then will be... I believe that's going to be Zwerg. Let me check that. Yes, Josh Zwerg will be your new pitcher. He made that pitching change a little bit late. But Zwerg comes in here to start inning number three. Domes goes the first two and gave up one base hit. And faced only eight batters. But Coach Carlson is going to save his arm a little bit. And so in will be the big right-hander, Josh Zwerg. And going to second base now will be Caleb Domes. Get my defensive sheet right here with Caleb Domes going to second. Again, he made that call really late. I think even Domes had, had thrown a few warm-up pitches. But at any rate... Coach Carlson out on the mound right behind Zwerg. I think that's the only defensive changes that were made. So it's still Hippus, now Domes at second. Dragella short and Romnick at third. And so it'll be Zwerg to face the 9-1-2 and two in the lineup. Sam Dietrich. Then back to the top of the lineup with Melanthin and Price. Dietrich will come up for the first time after boy, still doing the uh, warm-up pitches out there on the hill. What a thrill this has got to be for the high schoolers getting a chance to play here. Of course, this is where the state championship is held each and every June. Not sure how long they've been doing that, but uh, quite a few years for the high school state championships. And, of course, if we have any local teams, we'll be following them all season long. I believe this is our second baseball broadcast. we got a lot of them that we're going to be bringing you all throughout the month of May. In fact, I'll be on the air again uh, in two more days. I'll be with you. And uh, I think that one's going to be on the score, I believe. Let's check us out online. The, the, the scorewi.com. That's got your full schedule on there. All right, finally, after that... Uh, Pitching change, the last second pitching change for Menasha. 
It will be Sam Dietrich to step in, the right-hander. Up for the first time here. Top of the third inning. It's one nothing Blue Jays. Could have been a lot worse, but uh, the Rockets got out of trouble. So from the stretch, word works, even though nobody's on. And his first pitch bounces into Kaiser Vandaloo. He stops it, but one ball and no strikes. It was a gorgeous afternoon, just looking out over right field. You can see Highway 41 over past the home run porch. The 1-0. That one also dug out by Vandaloo. Two balls and no strikes. Then you got the flags. They've been blowing right to left pretty much all day long, all throughout the Timber Rattlers game as well. It kind of affected a, a couple of plays in that game. That one's taken up high. So the first three thrown by Zwerg are out of the strike zone. And Dietrich, we'll see if he gets the green light here. If he gets a chance to swing. And that one is in there. Just did catch the inside corner for the first strike. Makes it three and one. Top half of inning number three. Bottom of the lineup for Nina. The 3-1. Swing and a pop-up. Shadow right center field. DeBryan, I can hear him from up here. The center fielder goes over, calls it, and hauls it in. So the first out of inning number three. A high fly pop-out to DeBryan. Back to the top of the lineup we go with the left fielder Peyton Melanthan stepping in. He had the first hit of the ball game on the first pitch of the ball game that was thrown by Caleb Domes back in the first inning. He was stranded at third, and the first offering from Zwerg is inside 1-0. and He reached third, but then uh, was stranded there. In fact, they had the first two runners on, but Nina could not do anything with it. There's a swing and a miss. Strike one. Evens up the count now. One ball and one strike with one away. The score, one nothing. Ones are wild on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Blue Jays on top. Rockets batting here in their uh, visiting half of the third inning. That one's in there for a strike. As you could say, the bender. One ball and two strikes. Speaking of the Brew Crew, losers today, 5-2 to two to the Mets. Be nice to get them back home for a nice stretch here. The 1-2 to Melanton is outside, two balls and two strikes. I believe it's a 10-game homestand that they start up. Of course, you can hear them right here on WHBY all season long. Yeah, not the best of days for Wisconsin sports with basketball and baseball. The 2-2, a dribbler down the third base side. Romnick grabs it in foul territory. We'll redo it. Now with the Bucks. Yeah. Not good there with the Boston Celtics. They lose the home court advantage in that one. And then, of course, the uh, Brewers losing as well. So not a, not a day to, well, a day you'll remember, I'm sure, but for not good reasons. The 2-2. Swing and a liner out to short. Dug out by Brady Jurgella on his knees. He makes the catch. Boy, the defense today by both teams here in the first couple of innings. That's two away. 
on the liner out to Dragella. It looked like it might be able to sneak through, but instead, I guess officially it goes out as an F6, the line out. Two away for Taylor Price. Price was hit by a pitch by Caleb Domes in that first inning, and he's hit again by the second pitcher. That one uh, around his left shin, he didn't really try and get out of the way, and he runs down the first, so of course he is okay, but two plate appearances, two hit-by-pitches for Taylor Price by two different pitchers, too. Don't see that too often. And Cam Hansen returns to the batter's box, the starting pitcher. And back to first is Price. Have to keep an eye on where Hansen is now playing as he was the starting pitcher. But then Beckman came in. First offering from Zwerg is in there. He looked at it. Nope, now they're the same ball. One ball and no strikes. We had two away. And a runner at first after the hit-by pitch. Zwerg from the stretch. Looks over his shoulder, gets the sign and the pitch. Off and running is Price, and he is going to be out at second. He was initially safe, but then slid off of the base and wisely... Tagging him out there at second base was the shortstop, Jurgella, and he is caught stealing for the third out of the third inning. Only caught stealing. So three up, and technically three up and three down for the second inning in a row. So we go to the home half of inning number three. It's still one nothing Blue Jays back in 60 seconds on HBY. Well, they are making all kinds of changes for Nina. <laughs> I see it first now, Logan Iden. Logan Iden goes to first at third. I can't catch a number there for third, so there's a new third baseman. Second base, there's a new second baseman as well. They're just making all kinds of changes on me. <laughs> this is where it would be nice to have a, a uh, color guy. But at any rate... We have a new pitcher in the game as well. That's going to be Josh Kreidelball in there at the pitcher's spot now. Here we are at the bottom of inning number three. It's one nothing Blue Jays as they come up to bat. They will face their third different pitcher in three innings. I do not have a 48, so I'm not sure who is playing third base now. And we'll face the top of the lineup. One, two, three here for Menasha, DeBrian, Vandaloo, and Jurgella to face Josh Kreidelball. And DeBrian steps in for the second time. First one to him. Right across for a strike, taken all the way for DeBrian, who's... 0 oh, for 1, flew out to center field to start the game. And now in there, facing a cradle ball. Second one to him is outside and bounces away from the catcher to the backstop. One ball and one strike. 
Vandaloo comes over to get it. Vandaloo in the on-deck circle for Menasha. And O'Brien steps back into the box. Wind up and the pitch to him. Swinging a liner up the middle for a base hit. Just did get by the mitt of the pitcher, Josh Kreidelball. And Menasha has a leadoff runner here in the third inning. Right up the middle of the liner. And now Carlson goes out to talk with Kreidelball. Jack Carlson, that is, not Nick, the coach of Menasha. And so getting his signs, and Jack Carlson will trot back to home plate. Leadoff hit for DeBryan. Runner at first, nobody out here. And Vandaloo looks in from the stretch, showing Bunt pulls it back too high for a ball, 1-0. DeBryan faked going to second. Vandaloo 0 for 1. Look at strike three in that first inning. And from the stretch, Kreidelball. This time the bunt is good up the first base side. Kreidelball comes over, scoops it up, and on to first for the putout. One away, but the runner advances into scoring position for Menasha. That'll go as 1-3, the first out of the inning. On the sacrifice. Brings back up Brady Jurgella. As... Jacob Kazaba trots down to the Nina quote-unquote bullpen down the left field side. They don't go out to the real bullpens in high school baseball. DeBryan fakes going to third. Now he's in between. Now he is going to take off running, and he's going to be sliding in there safe. As Carlson dropped it, DeBryan was halfway there, was going to go back to second, but then saw Carlson had dropped it, and so he said, okay, I'm going to take off. So runner 90 feet away. And the pitch was a ball, so 1-0 to Brady Jurgella. And a scoring opportunity here for Manasha. Pitch from Kreidelball. Nice scoop up from Carlson. Boy, he's done that several times here in the first three innings from all three of his pitchers. That's the life of a catcher here, especially in high school baseball. In a situation like this where you know you're going to be facing different pitchers, so you better be ready for anything. And He's answered the call so far with all three of the pitchers because they've all three given him a, a ride there behind home plate. He trots back after the mound visit. Drakella steps back in. Two balls and no strikes. Runner at third for Menasha. From the stretch, ball. The pitch swinging a pop-up on the infield. The second baseman coming in and making the catch. And so there will be two away, and the runner stays at third. That second baseman is Rex Beyer making the catch. So he did stay at second. <laughs> That's good. Still trying to get my defensive uh, alignment here with all the changes. So a two away, Romnick will step back in for Menasha for the second time this afternoon. A pitch outside 1-0. Ben Romnick he gave it a good ride into left field his first time up back in the first inning. But right on the warning track, it was caught for the third out of that first inning. Looking at a 1-0 count. Second one is in there for a strike. Romnick didn't think so. 
just didn't nip that outside of the corner. Our home plate umpire, Ryan Neindorf. Kind of calls his strikes a little bit late. And the 1-1 is too low. Two balls and one strike. With two away, bottom half of inning number three. Runner at third is DeBryan after the leadoff hit. He was sacrificed over to second and then made it to third on a dropped ball. The pitch to Romnick. That one's high and outside. Three balls and one strike. To the senior third baseman. He also is a starting pitcher for Menasha. And the pitch. That one's in the dirt, and he walked him. The first walk here for Kreidelball. And once again, runners on first and third for Menasha. And Sam Wusso will step to the plate again. With again a scoring opportunity for him. He had the first hit of the game for Menasha. And that was last inning, actually. Went on to steal second and then came around to score the only run of the game so far. First offering to him is low, one ball and no strikes. Leadoff hit by DeBryan. Sacrifice by Vandaloo. Pop out by Jurgella, and now Romnick at first. Wusso, the designated hitter today for Menasha. He's hitting for John Kiffel. From the stretch, Kreidelball. The pitch. Swinging a fly ball. Right field, and is it going to stay in play? It does, and it bounces, and unable to make the catch was Cam Hansen, who is now playing right field. So we got that defensive change, too. Cam Hansen in right field. That's good to see the big number five out there. <laughs> they made all kinds of changes, folks. I'm still trying to catch up defensively here with, with Nina. That was just a long strike is what that goes down as. Evens up the count, one ball and one strike. Two away, bottom half of inning number three on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. one nothing Jays, and they're threatening here in the third. The 1-1. Going was Romnick, but the throw is down to third, and O'Brien's back in, and Romnick moves on to second. Now it's going to be second and third, and the ball was low, so it'll be a 2-1 count to Wusso. And runner, two runners now in scoring position for the Jays. Two balls, one strike. The pitch. That one's in the dirt again. Nice stop. Jack Carlson. He's been doing an outstanding job behind the plate for Nina. He has saved a couple of runs with his catching ability and jumping out there and getting them. Three balls and a one strike. The pitch. And he walked him. Wusso was unsure, had to look back to the umpire and say, oh, what was it? Do I get a run or not? So back-to-back -back walks issued by Josh Kreidelball. Loads him up for Dylan Hippus. Wusso at first. Romnick at second. DeBryan at third. First pitch, swing and a miss by Jurgilla. No balls and one strike. Two away, but threatening here. 
for the Jades. Hippus had a double last inning. And the 0-1 swinging a fly ball into center field. Backing up is Dietrich. He's under it, and that is how inning number three comes to an end. A threat by Manasha. They loaded him up, but were unable to plate any of the runs. And after three innings of play on the Papa Murphy school board, it reads Blue Jays 1, Rockets nothing. Back after this 60-second timeout on HBY. Back here in Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium. High school baseball on this Sunday afternoon. Thanks to uh, my friend B.J. DeGroote for clearing up who number 48 is. I didn't have him on my roster, but it, it's Graydon Tashner, the third baseman now for for Nina. Thank you, Beach. Appreciate that. And Nina comes up here to open up inning number four. It'll be Hanson, Leno, and Hickey, three, four, and five, to face his word for a second inning. His first offering taken outside, one ball and no strikes. Hanson. Struck out looking in the first inning to in, to uh, have the first out of the first inning. That one taken for a strike. One ball and one strike. I see Tashner is actually on deck now instead of Jacob Leno. Well, 1-1 to Hanson. He takes that one a little low. 2-1. and one. Hanson looked at a called strike three from Caleb Domes. He's working for his second inning. There's a liner to third base. It goes off of the glove of Ben Romnick. And rounding first, heading for second is Hanson. He's going to be in there with a head first slide and a leadoff base runner for Nina. I think we'll call that one a base hit. That was a line drive. We'll give him a double for it, as a matter of fact, for Cam Hanson. And so... Graydon Tashner steps in for the first time. With all the changes defensively. And I'll change here. He is in the four spot for Tashner. And the first offering to him taken for a strike. Out at second after that line drive hit off of the glove of Romnick. So Hansen stands at second. Tashner facing his word from the stretch. Bunted down the third baseline and a beautiful bunt. The shortstop unable to get to it. Dragella, that was right in between short and third. And on with a hit is Tashner on the bunt hit. So first and third because then Hansen gets to move over to third. Back to back hits to start inning number four for Nina. And now in, again, I do not have a 33, so BJ, if you're listening, <laughs> the roster that they gave me has been off just a little bit. Let me see if I can find that for Nina. Stepping in, no, I do not have a 33, and I didn't hear the PA guy either. Just swinging a foul back. Out of play. No balls and one strike. 
Should have had an ear on the uh, PA guy. All kinds of changes here for Jack Tashner. He said he was going to move some guys in and out, get them some playing time. There's a dribbler out to short, and Dragella cannot handle it. And coming across to score the first run for Nina is Cam Hansen, and we are tied at one. Reaching on the error, E6, the first error of the game for Menasha. First run of the game for Nina. And so Logan Eiden will step in. He's still into the game. That's good to see. That's one change that they didn't make. So on to second base goes Tashner. It's first and second, nobody out. Tie game now 1-1 on our Papa Murphy scoreboard. The first pitch to Eiden is low. One ball and no strikes. Zwerg in a bit of a pinch right now. After the first run of the game there for Nina, ties it up. The 1-0. That one's too high. Two balls and no strikes. Just did miss the zone there. Rex Beyer waiting on deck. Second baseman. 2-0 with nobody out. First and second here for Nina. Manasha thinking bunt. And there's no bunt, but it's in there for a strike. Two balls and one strike. Hippus was kind of charging there at first. Not holding him on. And so stepping back in will be Iden. The 2-1 to him is inside. Almost hit him. Three balls and one strike. In a bit of a pinch here. As Nina threatening already with one in here in the inning. That one is taken and he walked him. So bases will be loaded. As Tashner moves over to third. And Iden will march on over to first. And stepping in will be Rex Beyer. And he is 0 for 1 today. Flew out to the shortstop. This one popped up down the third base side in foul territory. Dragella races over and makes the catch. The throw into home plate, and they got him in a rundown here and tagging him out the double play. Trying for the triple play. They don't get it out there at second. But what a play by Dragella. He ran that one down, sliding. Threw it home, got the runner coming home. and But what happened is the runner at second tagged third already. So the umpires are talking here to see exactly what's going to happen. It's at least a double play, but it might be a triple play. They're talking with the catcher right now, Vandaloo. And they're going to run back out. After all that, Carlson will come up. But the fly out, it's going to go as an F6, but it went out to left field for the first out. Then they throw it in and got Tashner, or Tashner in a rundown. So there's two away now, first and second for Nina after the wild double play by Menasha. 
and nearly a triple play. They threw it to second and sliding back in to second base. So two away. That one is in there for a strike, and Meyer didn't think so. Check that Carlson, Jack Carlson. 0 for 1 today. Grounded out to third to end the second inning. Pitch to him. Little number off of his bat rolls over towards the Menasha dugout. No balls and two strikes. And two out. Tie ball game on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. 1 1. Zwerg from the stretch. The pitch. That one almost hit him. A nice save by Vandaloo. The runners have to go back to first and second. One ball, two strikes, and two out. Top half of inning number four. One run is in. Zwerg from the stretch again. That one just a little bit outside. He thought he had it. That was a close one. But it'll even up the count. Two balls and two strikes. Now the clouds have moved in. Cloudy skies now. No sunshine. Where did it go? Boy, it really did cool off. Here's the pitch and a liner into left field for a base hit. And they're going to stop the runner at third. A nice relay in from Kiffel. And wisely, they held him up because he was going to be out by a mile. Nice throw in by Kiffel. But the bases are loaded after the base hit by Carlson. So moving on to second will be Iden. And a runner third as well. And Sam Dietrich will step back in. With a chance here for Nina, the go-ahead run. And the runner at first. They got all kinds of numbers that I don't have. <laughs> this is not good. Swing and a bouncer right out in front of play, but they're going to say it was a foul ball. Now we got number nine who's running at first, but I don't have that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if we can uh, find out exactly who they are. Maybe here in the break, I can try and find out. Base is loaded. Two away here. One is in. Here's the pitch. Swinging a liner into right field. This is going to score two runs for Nina, and they take the lead 3-1 to one on a two-RBI single by Sam Dietrich. Two runs are going to score. And uh, moving on to second because the throw came into home will be Dietrich. So it's going to be second and third after the two RBI single. And back to the top of the lineup we go. Carlson moves over to third. And Iden scored on that one as well. First pitch is a ball, 1-0. Three runs in here in the inning for Nina, and they take the lead. On a couple of base hits here in this inning. Swinging a liner up the middle. The second baseman, 
Domes is over to get it, and the throw to first is safe. One run is in. A second run comes in, and the ball gets away. And able to advance to second is Melanton, and Nina scores two more and has a 5-1 lead. What a wild play that was. Looked like a good scoop up by Domes, but good base running there. By Dietrich, he was off and running from second, and he scores along with Carlson. So five runs are in, and we're going to call that one a base hit. That was an infield hit, and in the batter's box, Taylor Price. Five runs in the inning. And Zwerg still in there from the stretch. Swing and a fly ball to shallow center. DeBryan comes on to get it, but that's a base hit. Runner will stop at third. And Taylor Price is on for a third time. This time by a single. He got hit by a pitch the first couple of times. So Melanton goes on to third. And the right fielder, Hansen, finally a mound visit here. So they have batted through the lineup now. Hansen earlier this inning had a double and scored. So it'll be runners at first and third. Melanton at third, Price at first. Five runs are in. Hansen got this thing going with a double. It's a long mountain visit by Nick Carlson. He's going to keep his work in there. He's got the whole infield talking to him. And runner third sitting on third base. Now he stands up. And the mound visit is broken up. He's going to keep him in there with two outs. A lot of this damage is being done with two outs. And so after all of that, it will be Cam Hansen to step back into the box. Five runs in, 5-1 on your Papa Murphy scoreboard. Nina leading Manasha. Swing and a drive into right center field. That one's going to drop. Another run is going to score. Hansen with the RBI single, and it is 6-1, Nina. His second hit of the inning, and this one is an RBI single. So in to score was Melanthin. On to third base will go Price. So it's first and third again. And Graydon Tashner comes back in for the second time this inning as well. That one a little bit too high, 1-0. Not exactly what you want to see after a long mound visit like that, and then you keep him in. Very first pitch is knocked into the outfield for an RBI. Earlier this inning, a bunt single, Tashner. This one is a single into right field, and another run is going to score. And the ball gets away from the right fielder, Nichols, so runners will advance to second and third. And it is 7-1, Nina. On the RBI single by Tashner. 
Give him another RBI. Coming in to score was Price. And on to third goes Hanson on the error. On Jordan Nichols in right field. So it's 7-1. to one. And a lot of this damage done with two outs here in the top half of inning number four. And stepping back in is 33. <laughs> Again, I'm not sure. I don't have a 33 on the... The old roster. And again, I didn't hear the PA guy. That one popped up, uh, and that's going to get out of play. Bounce off of the Nina slash Timber Rattlers dugout. One ball and one strike evens things up. Earlier this inning, reaching on an error and then coming around to score. So a couple of errors in this inning. Proving to be a little costly here for the Blue Jays. Swinging a liner right to the pitcher's work. He scoops it up. And that is finally going to do it for a wild, wild inning for Nina. Seven runs are in. They bat around and then some. Twelve batters come to the plate. Seven runs come in. And after three and a half innings, on the Papa Murphy scoreboard, it's Rockets seven and the Blue Jays one. Back in a minute here on HBY. All right, found out who 33 was. As I whew, <laughs> run down the hallway. Gavin Hadley, I want to give him credit for Nina. Ended that inning, but also scored in that inning. And a wild inning as things move along here at Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium. Joey D with you on a seven-run inning for Nina. Puts him up seven to one and a new pitcher into the game as well. Our fourth different pitcher, Jacob Kazaba, will face the 7-8-9 in the lineup for Manasha, Domes, Zwerg, and Nichols. See if there's any other defensive moves for Nina. think that will be the only one. <laughs> They've made a whole lot of them. What an inning for Nina in that fourth inning. And the first offering to Caleb Domes is in the dirt from Kazaba. One ball and no strikes. Domes was up in the second inning, and he walked. And the second pitch to him is in the dirt as well, 2-0. and Domes walked and then was out on wild play that went off the pitcher's glove to the shortstop and then he tossed it to second for the fielder's choice. Second offering in there from Kazaba. What an inning. I'm still trying to catch up here on my <laughs> my scorer sheet here. There's a strike. Two balls and two strikes. Yeah, the clouds all of a sudden just came across. Where did that come from? It was pretty nice when the sun was out. I was telling you about the shadows, but I can't tell you about him anymore. Outside, three balls and two strikes. To the senior domes. From Kazaba. And he walked him. Good at bat there for domes. Patience at the plate. And for the second time, he walks. So a leadoff runner for Manasha. Brings up Josh Zwerg. The new pitcher. 
Gave up the seven runs there in that fourth inning. It was a long one there for both teams. First one to Zwerg. He has to back out of the way. One ball and no strikes. On that Papa Murphy scoreboard. Seven to one. Blue Jays scoring their one in the second inning. Looked like they were cruising right along until that fourth inning. From the stretch, Kazaba outside for a ball, 2-0. To Josh Zwerg, who reached on that fielder's choice I was talking about, that Domes was out at second. Then Zwerg stole second and was stranded there. Back in the second inning. Allen's in the dirt, three balls and no strikes. So Kazaba in danger of walking his first two batters that he faces. A look over to first. Domes with the lead. And the pitch. Inside, and he walked him on four pitches. Back-to-back -back walks to open up the bottom half of inning number four. And this is going to get Jack Tashner to trot out and talk with pitcher that just came in, Kazaba. Got somebody warming down there in the quote-unquote bullpen, but did not see a number as they were trotting down there. And Tashner talking to the entire infield. After back-to-back -back walks, the fourth pitcher of the game, and he said he was going to do it. And whoever's warming up has something on over his jersey, so not too sure what number that is. At any rate, they break up the mound conference there. And Tashner, the first-year coach there for the Nina Rockets. Nina coming in at 2-4, two and two-game winning streak. They're dropping their first four. Up 7-1 here in the fourth inning, but in trouble. First pitch is down low, and again, a nice stop by Carlson, the catcher. One ball and no strikes. Bottom. Ball's being thrown here by Kazuba as he walked the first couple of batters. And now if you're Manasseh, you just wait for a strike here if you're Nichols. The 1-0. He has to back out of the way of that one. Two balls and no strikes to Jordan Nichols. Second inning popped out to the second baseman. That one is in the dirt. Oh, he picked it up and called it a strike. All right. So frame that one nicely. First strike in a little while. Two and one. That one's outside. Three balls and one strike. Nichols backs out and gets something out of his cleats. Now he's back in. Taps the helmet. Kazaba from the stretch. The pitch. That one is in there. Just did clip the inside corner. And the count's full. Domes at second. Zwerg at first. Both via the walk. Long look to second base. Domes is a threat to run. And Kazaba steps off. And he'll look in, get the sign. He likes it. Now, kind of hold them on there at second. Now they don't. The pitch. Swinging a ground ball to third, and it pops away from Tashner. 
rounding third and thought about coming home was Domes, but Nick Carlson stops him, and we'll call that one a base hit because that was a very, very hard hit ball down to third base. And the bases are loaded with nobody out here in the bottom half of inning number four. Back to the top of the lineup we go. So on to third is Domes, on to second is Werg, and after the base hit, Jordan Nichols stands at first. Tristan DeBryan steps into the box for the third time today. The pitch from Kazaba, way up high, and it gets away from Carlson this time, and coming across to score on the wild pitch is Caleb Domes, and the second run of the game for the Blue Jays makes it 7-2 on the wild pitch. And there's no way. that Carlson stopped a whole lot of them in the dirt. He could not get to that one. That was up way high. He jumped up to try and catch it. but So Domes comes in to score on the wild pitch. On the third goes Werg. Ball outside again, 2-0. Gotten behind on each one of his first three batters. One of them has scored. First four batters, I should say. Here's the pitch. That looked good. Right across for a strike. Looking all the way was DeBryan. Two balls and one strike now. Nobody out on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Seven to two. The pitch from Kazaba. Outside again. Three balls and one strike. We've got Zwerg at third. Nichols at second. DeBryan looking at a 3-1 pitch. And he walked him. Another base runner here for Manasha. And I think we may be looking at a pitching change indeed. Coach Tashner's out and lifts up the arm and says, bring him on in. So three walks by Kazaba. And one wild pitch. So run is in. And we got a new pitcher. He just took off his jacket. Let's see if I can catch a number there. It is seven to two. Bases are Going to be loaded for the new pitcher, whoever it's going to be. As Coach Tashner talking to him on the mound. And once he turns around, I'll be able to catch a number, and hopefully I have him on the roster. It's looking like a 63, I believe. At any rate, uh, pitching change here at Fox City Stadium. After... Nina scored seven runs in the top half of the first. Nope, it's a 62. And let's see if I can, yes, I do have that one. Mike Valencia takes over for Jacob Kazaba, who's responsible for all those runners out there on first, second, and third. So it'll be Mike Valencia, the new pitcher. Coming in a little bit earlier than what Coach Tashner wanted, I'm sure. Probably didn't want him until the next inning. And Valencia will face Kaiser Vandaloo after his warm-up tosses here. So seven runs were in for Nina. A big threat here for Manasha. Well, it's been a wild fourth inning overall. We were cruising right along there for a while until we hit this inning. And then, then the clouds came and everything started erupting. One run is in after leadoff walk by Domes. Another walk to Zwerg. 
The single by Nichols loaded him up, and then there was a wild pitch. And then the walk to DeBryant. So it will be Mike Valencia to face Kaiser Vandaloo after all of that. With bases loaded and nobody out. And a run is in. Seven to two. Let's do my quick math here. That would mean the tying run is on deck now. How about that for the quick math. <laughs> the first pitch is out. No, is in a caught the outside corner. Just did. Yeah, that's got to feel good if you're Valencia. Let's get in there and start throwing some strikes. To Vandaloo. And a right-handed hurdler. Swing and a miss. 0-2. Kind of got away from the catcher there. And a little mound visit there by the catcher in Valencia. Vandaloo last inning at a sacrifice. He struck out looking in the first inning. So it's third plate appearance. That one is another wild pitch. That one is going to get away. Crossing the plate is Zwerg for the second run of the inning, and that makes it 7-3. to three. Two wild pitches by two different pitchers. Zwerg scores. And 7-3, and moving on to third will be Jordan Nichols. On to second will be DeBryan. That one is low. Two balls and two strikes to Kaiser Vandaloo. <laughs> Just all kinds of action. This fourth inning has been one of the more wild ones that we're going to see. And Valencia gets the sign. The windup and the pitch. A little low. Three balls and two strikes. Full count. Vandaloo looking down to Coach Nick Carlson. His hands on his hips. Says, Just get in there and do your thing. The 3-2. And struck him out looking. Just did catch the outside corner. And for the second time this afternoon, Vandaloo is down looking at strikes. So the first out of the inning, this long fourth inning, brings up Brady Jurgella. Left-hander, first pitch to him. Swing and a pop-up here behind home plate. It's going to get out of play. It'll be 0-1. Dragella, the first inning reached on an error. Got the second on a stolen base and was stranded there. Popped out to second last inning. The 0-1. Little bit low, one ball and one strike. Out at second is DeBryan. Third is Nichols. One run is in, or two runs are in, I should say, here in this inning. Seven to three on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Bottom half of inning number four, the pitch. Outside for a ball, two and one. What a wild inning this has been overall. Nine total runs. And we're still going, only one out here. That's in there for a strike. He looked at it. Evens up the count, two balls and two strikes. 
The left-handed Brady Dragella. The windup and the pitch by Valencia. Swing and a liner down the right field side, and that's going to hit the tarp in foul territory. Just a long foul ball. Running it down out there is Hanson. He'll get it back into play. And the ball is overthrown. <laughs> so then the catcher has to run out and get it. Now, finally, Valencia walks up to the pitcher's mound. Two balls, two strikes, one away. Second and third. The pitch to Jagella. And that one is inside. Again, another full count. Steps back in quickly. And the payoff pitch from Valencia is too low. And he walked him. So the bases are loaded after the fourth walk of the inning issued to the Blue Jays. Jergella at first, DeBrian at second, Nichols at third, and step into the plate, Ben Romnick. First pitch to him. Swung on, grounder to third, scooped up there. He'll run over, touch third, and no other play, but a run does come across to score. The third of the inning for Menasha, and it's 7-4. to four. So the RBI ground out on the fielder's choice. That'll put Romnick at first. Jergella moves to second. Out at third was DeBrian. Two away for Wusso, the designated hitter. First one to him is low. One ball and no strikes. Nichols came in to score. The third run of the inning. So now 10 runs have been scored total by both of these teams in this wild fourth inning. Valencia from the stretch this time. Low and away. Two balls and no strikes. With Romnick at first and Dragella at second. The 2-0 to Wusso. That one's a little bit outside. Three balls and no strikes. An absolutely nutty inning. Something in the air once that sunshine was covered up. From the stretch, the 3-0. Taking all the way, and that was a strike. Three balls and one strike now with two away. And two on. Lean up seven to four, but Manasha chipping away. And he walked him. The tying run is aboard after yet another walk. The second walk that Wusso has taken. So moving on to third is Jergella. To second is Romnick. To first is Wusso. And Dylan Hippus will step in as the go-ahead run. Pitch from Valencia, dug out, bowing inside, one ball and no strikes. Tying run is on first base. And what an inning. Valencia, the windup, the pitch. That one is inside as well. Two balls and no strikes. Five walks issued here in the inning. To go along with a single. And four, three runs are in. That one's inside, too. Three balls and no strikes. Valencia in danger of walking 
in a run. Here's the 3-0. Looking all the way for a strike. Did not have the green light. So three balls and one strike to Dylan Hippus. Had a double in the second inning. Flew out to center field last inning. Takes this one. He walked him, and he walks in a run. The fourth run of the inning for Menasha, and it is now 7-5. to five After the sixth walk of the inning. Wow. Both teams batting around in the lineup in this inning. Coming in to score is Jurgella. On to third is Romnick. On to second is Wusso. Hippus is at first, and that one gets away from the catcher, and another run is going to score. In to score is Romnick. And now, all of a sudden, Menasha is within one run. It's 7-6. to six. Now Jack Tassner is running out to say, hey, He's not going to win this battle. I think he's trying to say maybe it was a uh, a tapped ball, but nope. Not going to win it. So on to third. Coming in to score is Romnick. On to third is Wusso. On to second is Hippus. Now the tying run is 90 feet away with two away. Caleb Domes is the batter. That one almost got away as well. One ball, one strike now. Both teams batting around here in this inning. Dome started things off with a walk, came around eventually and scored on a wild pitch. And my scorecard is all messed up. Swinging a grounder down to third. It goes off of his shoulder. And another run's going to score. We are tied up at seven apiece. My goodness. Won't give him a base hit because that one was, I don't know if that one was playable or not, but Domes with the RBI single ties it up at seven apiece. Wow. Coming in to score is Wusso. On to third base is Hippus. Domes will stand at first after the RBI single. And now the go-ahead run stands 90 feet away for the Blue Jays, who are down 7-1 to one going into this half of the inning. Josh Werg back in for the second time. Guess what he did? <laughs> he walked. Came around to score on a wild pitch. Valencia from the stretch. Domes takes off running for second. They'll throw down to third, though, and did they get him? They got him. The fake throw to second, down to third, and they caught Hippus. That's how this wild fourth inning comes to an end. Is on an out thrown down to third base. On a caught stealing, officially. The third out of the inning. But they bat around and they tie this thing up. We head to inning number five here at Fox City Stadium. Now we are all tied up at sevens apiece on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Back in 60 seconds on HBY. Well, <laughs> each team scoring a touchdown in this one. <laughs> and an extra point. Uh, we're tied at seven a piece here as we head to inning number five. I am Joey D on this beautiful Sunday afternoon, even though the clouds moved across throughout that whole inning. A very long fourth inning where a total of 13 runs were put up on the scoreboard. And the Blue Jays fight back to tie it up at seven apiece.
And we've got a new pitcher in for the Menasha Blue Jays. It's going to be Sam Wusso. And Wusso was the designated hitter, so he comes in to pitch. That means Werg is. And it's going to be Iden. So the 6, 7, and 8 spot here for Nina as we are all tied up at 7 apiece. It's going to be Logan Iden to face Sam Busso. And the first pitch from Sam. Fouled back to the backstop. 0-1-1. Let's see here. What has Iden done today? Flew out to a very long fly out to left field. Last inning, he walked, came around to score. One of the seven runs in that inning. <laughs> I can't believe 7-7 seven, seven is the score. Here's the pitch. That is in the dirt. One ball and one strike. Musso, I'm pretty sure that's the only defensive change that was made by Coach Nick Carlson. And from the stretch, pitches Wusso, and that one is taken for a strike. Just did nip the outside corner. It's one ball and two strikes now to Logan Iden. Started out at third base and moved over to first. And a whole bunch of defensive changes. And that one taken for ball. Two balls and Two strikes. Nobody out as we start inning number five. And the pitch. Swinging a foul tip into the catcher's mitt. And it's a strikeout. One away. That brings up Rex Beyer, the second baseman. Catcher number thirteen again. I don't have. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to the uh, to the PA guy when the next guy comes up. He's on deck. So buyer to face Wuso. First one is in there for a strike, taken all the way for Rex, who's done the same thing both of his plate appearances and flying out to a shortstop. The 0-1 pitch, swing and a fly ball into shallow center field, calling it right away as DeBryan. He's under it, and there's two away. Right, let's see who this batter is. Luke somebody. He said it really quick. Luke Elkin, maybe? I'll run and check and see who that is. He is the catcher, though. Took over for Jack Carlson. And swinging a pop fly down the first base side. The catcher running over and makes the catch. Nice grab by Vandaloo. And it's a 1-2-3 inning after they scored seven the previous. They go down 1-2-3 in the fifth inning. We head to the bottom half of the fifth inning on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. We are tied at seven apiece. Back in a minute on HPY. And yes, that was right. Luke Elkin is the uh, new Catcher, new pitcher, out on the mound, Orion Reedon. Orion Reedon is the new pitcher for Nina as he takes over. He is the sixth different pitcher used today by Coach Tashner. 
Well, Ryan Reedon going. He goes deep into the JV team, is what I'm told. And I had the varsity roster, so Reedon will take over there. Elkin is your catcher. So, <laughs> just all kinds of changes being made every single inning here, and it has been a wild one. Seven to seven is our score. Joey D along with you here. Glad to be bringing you this one here from lovely Fox City Stadium. And it's weird after, that's baseball for you. You can score seven runs in one inning and go down one, two, three on like five pitches in the next. Ryan Ryden is how he has seen it, so that's how we'll call it. Ryan Ryden will face Mac Augustine, who is in the spot of Zwerg at the eight spot. Both teams making some adjustments here. So Augustine will step in for the first time and faces the ball outside, 1-0. So this is inning number five. That's actually in the inning number six slot here. <laughs> they batted around last inning. The pitch from Ryden. That's taken for a strike. In the outside corner, one and one. Blue Jays got things going with a run in the second, and then everything broke loose in that fourth inning. We are all tied up at seven. Another ball, two and one. What a game. What a day. Full of exciting baseball that come from behind win by the Rattlers. And now this one. Who knows what's going to happen. Swinging a grounder down the third base side. It'll roll foul into the Nina quote-unquote bullpen where they do have yet another person warming up. He's a sidewinder, whoever's coming in next. But again, I do have the roster now. Phew, good. <laughs> At least I can tell who they are. <laughs> Didn't have the JV roster on me. The windup and the pitch by Ryden. Got him swinging on a bender. What a beautiful pitch from Ryden. And there's one away here in the home half of the fifth inning. Had him on a nice-looking curveball. And I'll bring back up Jordan Nichols, the number nine slot for the Blue Jays. Last inning singled, came around to score. Takes this one for a strike. Ryden looking pretty good. His first couple of batters here. After all those walks in that last inning. Cruising right along. Another curveball swinging. Right into the catcher's mitt of Elkin. It's 0-2. Boy, when he's got that thing working, that looks pretty good. Gets the sign from Elkin. The windup and the pitch. Another curveball. This one gets away from Luke to the backstop. So it'll be one ball and two strikes. DeBrian runs over to get it, the on-deck circle. One ball, two strikes. One away here, home half of the fifth inning in a tie game at seven. Ryden, the one-two. Swinging a grounder down the third base side at roll foul. Tashner picks it up. And... I think that's still Tashner. <laughs> They're at third. One ball, two strikes once again. The delivery to Nichols. Curveball a little too high. Evens it up at two balls and two strikes. 
Yeah, this roster, Iden actually moved over to third. That's what it looks like. Just all kinds of changes. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Back-to-back -back strikeouts for Orion Ryden. And back to the top of the lineup we go. He is wheeling and dealing. Yeah, it looks like Iden out there at third again. Logan Iden, who started there, back over at third. So then who went back over to first? Try and get a number there. Back to the top of the lineup with DeBryan. He looks at a strike. Very uh, impressed here with Orion Ryden coming in, throwing some heat and some curveballs, and really has this Menasha team on its heels. The 0-1. That one bounces past Elkin to the backstop. One ball and one strike. All tied up at seven apiece here in the bottom half of the fifth inning. The pitch. Swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes. To Tristan DeBryan, the leadoff hitter. Flew out to center in the first. Singled in the third and last inning walked. And looks at this one. Oh, he wanted it, but held up. So it's two balls and two strikes. On the senior center fielder. Told you a little story of the Nick Carlson was talking to me about there in the pregame. This is a very special baseball player. That one up and away. Full count. Three balls, two strikes, two out. Bottom half of inning number five in a tie game. Ryden gets the sign. The windup and the pitch. Swing and a foul down the right field side. That'll bounce into the bleachers. 50 is over there at first base. Let's see who is 5-0. Brady Frost is your first baseman. Thank you for turning around. Brady Frost. <laughs> Just a ton of defensive changes here. Swing and a miss. Strike three. And Ryden comes in and strikes out the side here in the home half of the fifth inning. We head to inning number six here at Fox City Stadium. We are still tied on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. It is seven to seven between Nina and Manasha back in 60 seconds on HBY. And we're back here at Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium. It's uh, Nina seven, Manasha seven. If you're just joining us, man, it has been a wild, wild affair here this afternoon. And we go to inning number six. It'll be 9, 1, and 2 in the lineup. Let's see, 22 on deck. We'll find out who that is. It's going to be a new player. Sam Dietrich, he's been in the whole game. He will lead things off against Sam Wusso, his second inning out there on the mound for Menasha. Trying to add up all the hits here. Give you a line score. They don't have that up on the big board. They just got 7-7. Seven, seven. And the first pitch from Wusso to Dietrich. Swing, it goes off of his foot and back to the backstop. No balls and one strike. Let's see, how many hits did they get there in that fourth inning? One, two, three, four, five hits and six, seven hits, I'm sorry, in that inning. 
So it's seven, eight, and one for Nina. That one in there for a strike as well. 0-2 to Dietrich. 7-8-1 I'm showing unofficially there for Nina. And for Manasha, 7-5-2. and two. It's the way this one has gone. And the 0-2. Swing the grounder up the middle, gets through for a base hit. Uh, lead-off runner for Nina here in the top half of inning number six. And Dietrich now two for three with a couple of singles. Back to the top of the lineup we go, and we got another new player in there. That's Parker. Parker Backus. He will step in for the first time. Runner at first. Lead off runner there, Musso from the stretch, looks at him now, comes home, a bunt by Backus, it's a good looking one, running over to get it to Musso, he'll scoop it on over to first, we're going over to third base, and he is safe there at third, heads up base running by Dietrich, he goes all the way to third on the sacrifice bunt by Backus. It was a nice bunt and very nice base running, because that is the go-ahead run that goes all the way over to third. So one away. And stepping in, Taylor Price. This is his fourth plate appearance for Price. And an opportunity to take the lead here. Top half of inning number six. The pitch. Inside and high. One ball and no strikes. Price today officially one for one. He was hit a couple of times by a pitch. And then in that wild fourth inning, singled and came around to score. Opportunity here for him. Wusso gets the sign from the stretch. The 1-0. That one down low. Nice stop behind home plate by Vandaloo. And that's two balls and no strikes to Taylor Price. Out there third is Dietrich, the go-ahead run. The pitch from Wusso. That one's inside as well. Three balls and no strikes. With one away in this top half of inning number six. Wusso taking a long time on this one. From the stretch, here's the 3-0. That's in there for a strike. Caught the inside corner, three and one. To the leadoff single by Dietrich. And the sacrifice got him all the way over to third. The head first dive, so getting his jersey nice and dirty. He sits at third as a go-ahead run. From the stretch, the 3-1. Swing and a line drive up the middle and a base hit. Coming across to score is Sam Dietrich. An RBI single for Taylor Price. And Nina takes an 8-7 lead. RBI single by Price. He was right on top of that one on a 3-1 pitch. He stands at first. And Hansen will step into the box for the fourth time today as well. Musso takes a look at first. And he'll come home with it. Faking going to second was Price. And that one's in the dirt. One ball, no strikes. Hansen today started out as a starting pitcher. 
and was moved around a couple of times. And currently the right fielder. He has struck out and had a couple of hits as well. So two for three for Cam today. And the 1-0 delivery to him from Wusso. And he hit him in the back. Oh, that one looked like that one really stung. Walking gingerly, but now trotting down to first is Cam Hansen after the HBP. That'll move on over to second, Taylor Price. And number 50 now, Brady Frost steps in. The third person to bat in this particular position will be Frost. I believe he is the first baseman. So one away here, top half of inning number six. First and second, one down, one in. It's eight, seven Rockets. Wusso takes a look at second. He'll bring it home. Nice stop by Vandaloo. One ball and no strikes. What a game this has been, especially the last couple of innings here. Fourth inning, Rockets scored seven. Blue Jays scored six. Fifth inning, both teams went three up, three down. It's baseball. Got to love it. Taking a long time here in between pitches is Wusso. Looks at second. Now brings it home, the 1-0. Swing and a foul tip back to the backstop. Evens up the count of one ball and one strike. With one away. Price out at second. After his RBI single and then the hit by pitch to Hanson. He looks okay, by the way. Got him right smack dab in the middle of the back. And now this is Brady Frost. Wiggles his bat. Wusso comes home. That's in there for a strike on the outside corner. One ball and two strikes. Coach Tashner down in the third base box, giving all kinds of bases, baseball signals. Touching his arm and his hip and his hat. Sign is in. One ball, two strikes to Frost. The pitch. Grounder out towards first, and that's going to roll foul. And Hippus, the first baseman, throws it back into Wusso. That was kind of an excuse-me type of swing. Just did get the bat on it. Staying alive. One ball, two strikes. And the sign in again from Tashner. Frost taking a long time outside the box. And now he does step in. Wusso from the stretch, the one ball, two strike pitch. That one a little low. Evens things up at two and two. You'll have to turn the lights on here pretty soon at Fox City Stadium. I don't know if they will, but it starts to get a little bit darker. We're in the sixth inning here at Fox City Stadium, the 2-2. That one, nice save by Vandaloo again. Saved the runners from advancing. Brings the count full. Three balls and two strikes with one away here. Top half of inning number six. And Papa Murphy's scoreboard reads a wild eight to seven. Rockets on top. But they are the visitors, so the Blue Jays will have last at-bats if need be. From the stretch, the payoff pitch. Swing a foul ball right side. That's going to get out of play. And bounce right in front of a couple 
over there in the aluminum seats. Nice crowd here, really bundled up now, though. Once that sun went into those clouds, it got a little more chilly. Started out as an absolutely beautiful game, though, as far as weather-wise. Sun was shining bright. Once again, Wusso gets the sign from the stretch. A payoff pitch. Now a turnaround, throw it to second, and not in time. Sliding back in his price. Ball got away from Jergella. So it is Hanson at first, Price at second. Brady Frost, the batter. It's been a long at-bat for Brady. From Wusso, again from the stretch. And again, the payoff pitch. Swing and a liner up the middle for a base hit. Rounding third, and he's going to stay there at third. But a single by Brady Frost loads him up with just one away here in the top half of inning number six for Nina. And that's going to bring up Orion, the pitcher. Orion Reiden, Reiden. And we're going to have a mountain visit here. So we want to talk with Sam Wusso. After the single by Frost, that moves Price over to third, Hanson on to second, and Orion Reedon is going to be the batter, the pitcher of record right now. And I'm sure Nick Carlson just wanted to try and calm things down here for Wusso. And the third batter to bat in this position again. Lots of substitutions here for the Nina Rockets in this one. And right now it sits on your scoreboard, the Papa Murphy scoreboard. It reads the Rockets 8, the Blue Jays 7 as the mound visit is broken up. Nick Carlson slowly walking. No, that's one of the assistant coaches, beg your pardon, walking back to the dugout on the first base side which is the visitors' dugout when it comes to Rattler games. But today, Menashe is the home team. So the left-handed hitting, Ariden will step in with bases loaded and one away and one in. The pitch, swing and a miss. 0-1. Ball dribbles out of the pitcher's mid of Vandaloo, but stays right in front of him. No balls, one strike. With one out. A left-handed Reedon looking on. Here's the pitch. That's too low. Evens things up at one and one. Nowhere to put him. After the single by Frost, loads him up. We'll be looking at another big inning here for Nina. Here's the pitch. Swinging a foul back. One ball and two strikes. I'll have to wait for the guy to come get the baseball. He does. It's a D-trick that runs over to get it. One and two to Orion Reedon. With bases loaded. Sam Wusso, the pitcher, from the stretch. The one-two. 
That one gets away from Vandaloo. That's going to pop backwards over towards the Nina dugout. One run is in. And it's going to be a ball. Or did it hit him? That must have hit him or something. Because he's trotting off to first. That uh, must have hit him. Because I know he didn't have three balls. Hope he's doing all right. And that's going to force a pitching change. And a runner there at first. That is going to be... I can find a 39. Peyton Kramer will be the runner for Ryden. Peyton Kramer. All kinds of substitutions here for both teams. After the hit-by-pitch, coming home to score is Taylor Price. So it's a two-run lead now after the two runs are in. On to third will be Hanson. On to second will be Frost. And now Peyton Kramer goes out to first after the hit-by-pitch. What a wild, wild game. And then a new pitcher in for Manasha. This will be... Where's my Manasha scorebook? Here we go. Colton Kanak will be the pitcher of record now for Manasha. Their fourth pitcher of the afternoon slash early evening will be Colton Kanak out there on the mound. As the whole team, whole infield, talking with Coach Carlson. And whenever we do resume play, it'll be bases loaded for the Rockets. They have scored two in the inning that started out with a single by Sam Dietrich, then a sacrifice. Dietrich went all the way over to third and then scored on the RBI single, the go-ahead run. That was Taylor Price with the RBI single. Then Cam Hansen was hit by a pitch. Frost had the single. And then Reedon was hit by a pitch as well. So we have bases loaded and step into the plate. Logan Iden to face Colton Kanak. Kanak with the long hair. Very uh, Josh Hader-ish, I guess you could say. And he will work from the stretch with the bases loaded and one away. Iden takes the first one in there for a strike. Little bender from Canuck. Two runs are in. They've retaken the lead. The Rockets have at 9-7 on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. One away here, top half of the sixth inning. Again from the stretch, Canuck in the pitch. Swing and a liner out left center field. That's going to get in the gap, and it's going to score one. It'll score two. They're bringing him around from first. That's going to score three. A three-RBI double for Logan Iden, and Nina has opened things up again, this time here in the sixth inning. It's 12-7. to seven. A three-RBI double. I mean, he ripped that one, folks. There was no doubt about all three of those runs coming across. As Kramer scores from first, scoring from second was Frost. Scoring easily from third, of course, was Hanson. So five runs are in and just one away. And stepping to the plate for the first time will be Jaden Hackbarth to face Canuck, who had just come in. Hackbar taking over for Rex Beyer. 
And the first pitch to him. A little bit high, one ball and no strikes. Hack Barth in the seven slot as I look at it. This scorebook has all got a bunch of scratchings on it. <laughs> all of the, the different substitutions here. This is nuts. It's been that kind of game. Hackbart swings and misses. It gets away from Bandaloo. That's going to allow Iden to move on to third on the pass ball. We're trying to get Jaden's name put in the scorebook and move Iden over to third on the pass ball. Evens up the count. One ball and one strike. Doing most of this here with just one out here in the inning. Five runs are in after they put a seven spot up in the fourth. Look to third by Canuck. Brings it home. There's a liner out to first, and it bounces into the outfield. Just a bad hop there. It's going to be an RBI single for Hackbarth, and it's 13-7. Just a bad bounce there. There's nothing that Hippos could do about that one. So Hackbarth with the RBI single. Brings in Iden. He scores the sixth run of the inning. And back up is Luke Elkin, the catcher. Takes that one right across for a strike. Elkin came into the game for Jack Carlson. Singled and scored in the fourth. And last inning struck out. So everybody's getting a bat in this one multiple times. Throw over to first, not in time. And again, a lot of this with just one out in the inning. In fact, they scored them all with just one out. Now that I think about it. The 0-1 pitch to Elkin. Swing and a foul. Backwards. No balls and two strikes. <laughs> it really does. It looks like a, a football scoreboard out there. The Rockets missed their extra point as of now. That could change within a matter of seconds. Only one away. It's 13-7 on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Just a nutty, nutty game from the stretch. Taking off running. Nobody was looking at him. The pitch was a ball, and heads up running by Hackbarth. He ran before Kanak even pitched it. He wasn't looking over his shoulder at all, and nobody must have yelled he's going because he could have easily got him out, but... Hackbar stands at second now on a stolen base. Easiest stolen base he's ever going to get. The 1-2 delivery. Swing and a bouncer foul. Stay 1 and 2. Yeah, that's, uh, that's where your teammates need to come in. and I, I, I think that's what Kanaka was turning around and talking with Domes, the second baseman, saying, dude, you, get, you let me know. I think he did let him know, but it was way too late. He was already off and running. And Kanak just pitched the baseball. Now Colton has to tie his cleat out there on the mound. Looking into Luke Elkin, a catcher, sophomore catcher. Pitch to him, a little bouncer, just to the right of second base. Domes comes on to throw over. And he threw it away, and another run is going to score for Nina. And it is 14-7. Looked like a pretty easy play for Domes. 
We'll call that one an E4. That puts Elkin on first, and coming in to score is Hackbarth on the error. And we'll get a runner out there. That is going to be Colton Teat running for Elkin, the catcher. Colton Teat. And the batter will be Sam Dietrich. I think he's the only one that's pretty much stayed in the game in his slot the entire game. Another seven spot, second one of the game, put up by Nina. Lifts this one into shallow left field. Coming on, making the catch is Kiffel. He'll throw it back in, try and get the double play at first. That was close. He's got a nice arm out there in left field. But it is two away. They have batted through again. This time here in the sixth inning. That on the F7, the second out of the inning. Back to the top of the lineup. And that brings up Parker Backus, who started things off here with that sacrifice. That was the first out of this inning. And he sends this one into center field. Camping under it is DeBryan. And that is finally going to do it. For the second time today, the Nina Rockets put up seven in an inning. And they regain the lead in a big-time way. We'll see what the Blue Jays have in them here in the bottom half. After that wild fourth inning, don't go away. You never know, even though it reads on the Papa Murphy scoreboard, Nina 14 and Manasha 7 back in a minute here on HBY. Uh, not today, you didn't. <laughs> Ugh, uh, not, a, not a good day for Milwaukee sports fans. Anyway, back here at Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium, where again some more defensive changes are being made. I'm going to try and stay on top of them. Yet another new pitcher here for Nina. And this time it's going to be Taylor Price, who was the shortstop. I'm seeing Hackbarth out there at short. And so we'll leave it at that for right now. So your new pitcher, Taylor Price. In a very wild contest. <laughs> no, it's not football. Looks like it. 14-7. to seven. We'll see if the Blue Jays can tack on a touchdown here. And Reese Reset will come up for... Manasha. He is going to be in the t uh, second spot here. Comes in for Kaiser Vandaloo. Reese Reset gets his name on my scratchy scorebook here. Takes the first one for a strike. No balls and one strike from Taylor Price. And Price, the wild delivery. Swung on and a fly ball into shallow center field. Coming on and making the catch on the run. Nice catch in center field by, I believe that's still Sam Dietrich. Yep. Dietrich. So one away and Brady Jergella coming back up. His fourth plate appearance. 
This one drilled into right center field, but Dietrich is right there. Two up, two down. Both of them out to Sam Dietrich in center field. That one was a little bit easier than the other one. So Dragella flies out, and Ben Romnick will come back up for his fourth time. He has flown out, walked, and reached on a fielder's choice and scored. And the first offering from Price, too low. What I know, bottom half inning, number six. A very, hey, hey, it's been entertaining. It's wild, but entertaining. I can't think of any other word. I know I've said that a lot, wild, but here's the 1-0. Too low, two balls, and no strikes. To Ben Romnick, the senior third baseman slash pitcher. The pitch from Price. And that one's in there. Romnick didn't think so, but home plate umpire says, yep. So it'll be two balls and one strike. Deep breath from Price, the pitcher. That one fouled out of play on the right side into the bleachers. Evens things up. Two balls and two strikes. Two away. In the home half of inning number six. The pitch from Price. Outside in the dirt. Nice block by Elkin. The Rockets catcher. 14 to 7. Blue Jays were up in this one. One to nothing. We were just cruising right along until that fourth inning. That one gets away. That's ball four. Romnick takes off running and thought about going to second, but Elkin runs back to get it. So a two-out walk issued to Romnick. Brings up Sam Busso in a designated hitter slot. Uh, he's been a pitcher as well. So a two away. Price will have to work from the stretch with Romnick at first. First offering to Wusso outside. One ball and no strikes. I'm surprised nobody's warming up for, <laughs> for Nina yet. We'll see if that changes. The 1-0. Swing and a line drive into right center field. That one's going to fall. Rounding second heading for third is Romnick. And the ball gets away from the center fielder. So Romnick's going to come across and score. And Wusso's going to go to second. And Manasha with their first run here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Claws to within 14 to 8. Brings up Dylan Hippus. So we'll give him a, a single. And then reaching on the error over to second base. Coming all the way around base running there by Ben Romnick. But he scores on the E8. There's a swing and a bouncer out to first base, and gobbling it up is Frost. And down go the Blue Jays, but they do score one here in the home half of inning number six. And so we head to inning number seven here at Fox City Stadium with our score on the Papa Murphy scoreboard, Nina 14 and Manasha 8. Back in a minute on HPY. <laughs> Just got a text from a friend of mine. 
how many innings is it again? <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, it's still a seven-inning game, unless we're tied after seven. Then, of course, we would have some free baseball, but that could happen, even though I read here on the scoreboard 14-8. to eight, Nina leads Menasha here at Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium as it really is starting to noticeably get darker as we head to what could be the seventh and final inning. Blue Jays scored one in the second. Then the Rockets scored seven in the fourth. Blue Jays scored six in the fourth. Rockets scored seven in the sixth. Blue Jays scored one in the sixth. <laughs> wow. Colton Kanak runs out there for his second inning of work for the Blue Jays. And a first pitch in there for a strike to Taylor Price, who is right now listed as the pitcher. I don't see anybody warming up, so he may be closing things out in the bottom half. That would be a first today. This one lined in the center field for a base hit. And for the fifth time today, Taylor Price is on base. After the single, because he was hit by pitch twice and then singled and then had an RBI single. And now we got a pinch runner there. That's going to be Peyton McClowry at first for Price. Write that in here, Peyton McClowry. They're going really, really deep here into the bench for Coach Jack Tashner. As the scoreboard goes black, the center scoreboard, which just had the logos and then the line score, scoreboard down the right field side looks okay. Things got really, really black all of a sudden. Oh, there it is again. They pop it right back up. Here comes the first offering and taken for a ball. Cam Hansen up for the fifth time. Taylor Price reached, and McClowry, the pinch runner there, at first. 1-0, top half of inning number seven. From the stretch, Colton Canock brings it home. Swing and a miss by Hanson. It's 1-1. One, one. one ball, one strike. They're still trying to figure things out with the big scoreboard. It's 14-8, I can tell you that, though. I'm the Papa Murphy's big scoreboard. The 1-1 popped up down the first base side, running over and making a basket catch is Dylan Hippus right in front of the Menasha dugout. Beautiful defensive play by Hippus for the first out of inning number seven. Brings back up Brady Frost. Frost was... Came into the game and had a single and scored in a wild sixth inning. One of two innings that had seven runs scored. Now they get the scoreboard back up. It's good to see. And the first offering to him is outside, 1-0. Over there at first after the leadoff hit is the pinch runner, Peyton McClowry. Hit for Price. And the throw over, he is back in time. Hippus almost made the swipe tag on him there. Yeah, we started this game 
at 449. Here we are at 715 now. And we still got at least five more outs to go. Swing and a line drive into left center field. That's going to fall. Brady Frost with his second hit. And it's first and second with one away. And Chase Hansen will get a chance here. I'm going to write that one over here. Chase Hansen. Okay. Batting for the first time. I think everybody is going to get to play in this game. Going deep into the JV venture. The pitch from Canuck is in there for a strike. Again, the late strike call by the home plate umpire. Been very busy <laughs> this afternoon slash evening. That's Ryan Neindorf, the home plate umpire. Darwin Korth out there on the base pads. First and second, one away here. Top half of inning number seven. The 0-1 is outside. One ball and one strike. We got 24 is Chase Hanselman. A sophomore. Hanselman. I thought he said Hansen. Hanselman. Looks at strike number two. A beautiful pitch from Colton Canock. Redo this. Hanselman. One ball and two strikes. Runners at first and second. One away. Here's the pitch. Swinging a liner up the middle off the foot of Kanak. It goes right to the shortstop, and Jurgella can't handle it. And we'll give a base hit on that one for Hanselman, and that's going to load them up with just one away here in the top half of the seventh inning. Moving on to third, McClowry. Moving on to second is Frost. And we'll give him an infield hit on that one. Although Jurgella probably could have scooped that one up. It did get away from him, too. And so that is going to bring up Logan Iden for a fifth time as well. He's had quite a day, both offensively and defensively. First one of him is outside, 1-0. and Iden has scored a couple of runs, but he had the big three RBI, the bases clearing double that really opened things up in that last inning. For the Rockets. Here's the pitch. In there. Nice pitch by Kanak. Even things up at one and one. It really is getting harder to harder to see out there. They they are gonna be forced to turn on the lights here soon. From the stretch, Kanak looks at third, now looks at home, brings it. Liner down the third base side and just foul. It rolls all the way down to the 325 mark down the left field side. It's 385 in left center. Right center, it's the deepest park at the ballpark, 405. Saw one hit there earlier today in the Timber Rattlers game that any other part of the ballpark would have been gone, but it went right to that 405 mark for a long out. Uh, then it's 360 in, there's a little gap down the right field side, and then the actual foul pole is 325 down both right and left. Here's the pitch, and that has popped up on the infield. A high fly ball. That's going to be called a 
Yeah, it's caught, but infield fly. Well, we'll give it an F6 on that one. For out number two of the inning. And that brings Jaden Hackbarth back up. Last inning. Had an RBI single. Stole a base and then came around to score one of the seven innings. There's seven runs. Here another opportunity. Base is loaded two away. The pitch to Hackbarth. Outside for a ball, 1-0. Um, Colton Kanak. Just joining us, <laughs> it's been fun is one word to describe it. It's 14-8 on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Nina leads Manasha. Allen's in there for a strike, 1-1. One one. Two seven-inning, or seven-run innings. The fourth and the sixth. Can they do it again here in the seventh? Bases loaded, two away. The 1-1 one, one outside, two balls and one strike. Again with the long flowing hair there from Colton Canuck. Very Josh Hader-esque for Canuck. Here's a pitch to Hackbart. And that one's outside. Three balls and one strike. Nowhere to put him. At first is Hanselman. At second is Frost. At third is McClowry. He was a pinch runner. Here's a 3-1. Swinging a liner out into left center field, racing over, and did he make the catch? Sliding with the catch to end the inning. Beautiful from John Kiffel. I didn't think he was going to be able to get to it. I think that's Kiffel. He was the starter out there. Or did they... Put somebody else out there. Was that Wusso? That was Wusso. Sam Wusso running in now. I didn't catch that defensive change. Nice catch by Sam Wusso on the run. And that ends the threat for Nina. Manach has one more chance here. We had the bottom half of inning number seven on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. It is Nina 14 and Manasha 8. Back in a minute here on HBY. Back here at... Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium. I am Joey D. As we head to the bottom half of inning number seven. I unofficially here, I'm trying to add this up here. 14 runs on 16 hits. Unofficially here for Nina. I got eight runs and six hits for Manasha. And Bryce Buss will be the pinch hitter for Caleb Domes. In his spot, the 7-8-9. Bryce Buss will get a chance to get into the scorebook here. Last chance opportunity for Manasha. They were down seven twice in this game. Came back to tie it. There's a strike on the outside corner from Price, who ran back out there. Very rare same pitcher type of situation for Nina. There's a foul ball out of play. No balls and two strikes. Price, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh pitcher used today by Jack Tashner, the head coach of Nina. There's a bouncer in the dirt. One ball and two strikes. They'll start off with Hanson, then Beckman, then Crider Ball, then Kazaba, then Valencia, then Ryden, and now Price. <laughs> yeah. 
you should see my score sheets and my defensive chart here. <laughs> oh, that's nuts. The one-two. Another bouncer. I stopped behind the plate by Elkin. Two balls and two strikes to Bryce Buss. Hitting in the seven spot. And the two-two. That one too low, and the count goes full. Waiting on deck is Colton Canock in the eight spot. And the payoff pitch swing and a miss. Got him swinging for the first out of inning number seven. And so that will bring up Colton Canock. Colton Canock. I need to write him in here. There we go. Third person to bat in the eight spot. Zwerg and Augustine were the other ones. And the first offering to him. Outside, 1-0. and One down here, bottom half of inning number seven. Quite the contest between these two longtime rivals. That one's low, two balls and no strikes. Used to play each other a lot more often when they were in the FEA together. And that one's in there. He looked at a strike, two and one. Now, of course, Menasha in the Bay Conference. Got off to a really good start for the baseball season, but if they lose this, that'll be four out of five. Swinging a bouncer out to short. Scooping it up is Hackbarthan over to first. There's two away. Yeah, they had some really good showdowns in all sports between Nina and Menasha over the years. Another pinch hitter here. This is going to be Carson Askins in the nine spot for Carson Askins. Oh, my scorebook. Outside corner for a strike. A 1-1. He takes the place of Jordan Nichols at the bottom of the lineup. The 0-1 to him. Outside for a ball. Evens things up. What a game Yeah, we have had well over two and a half hours here of baseball. That one low for a ball. Two and one to Carson Askins. There's only been one, one, two, three inning for each team. I'll check that. Nina had two of them. That one's inside for a ball. Three and one. But Manasseh's only gone down one, two, three. One time. That's when they struck out all three times in the fifth inning. After they scored seven in the previous inning. <laughs> it's crazy. Or six, I should say. That one's in there for a strike. Full count. Here we go. This could do it. Three balls. Two strikes. Two out. Bottom half for the seventh inning. The pitch. And he walked him. A base runner for Manasseh. Keeps him alive. So trotting down to first will be Askins. And Ryan Weiland will get an opportunity here coming off of the bench to take the place of Tristan DeBryan. First one of him fouled backwards into the netting. 0-1. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to count up how, how many players have gotten to play in this game. 
almost the entire roster and JV roster for Nina, and quite a few for Menasha as well. The 0-1 to Wyland. Swung on, hit back to the backing again. Almost got a bird. <laughs> the crowd oohing and eyeing for that. Made a bird just fly away off of the netting. No balls, two strikes. Runner at first, two away. Home half of inning number seven. Price from the stretch. Swinging just got a piece of it, Wyland did. So he will live to see another pitch from Taylor Price. And Wyland steps back in. He's a left-handed hitter. Askins out there gets his lead at first. He is being held. And the 0-2. That one in the dirt. It's a ball, and Askins going to try and get to second, and he's in there. The big cheer from the Manassia crowd. And Carson Askins moves to second base on the wild pitch. He barely got there. That's why the crowd was just yelling for him. But he's in there, runner at second now. The one, two. Low, two balls and two strikes. Askins out there at second. Gets a couple of steps for his lead. The one, two. Swinging a liner up the middle off of the mitt of Price. It's going to get away, and Wyland's going to reach. And Askins is going to move to third. We'll give him an infield single on that one. For Ryan Wyland. So Wyland at first, and that moves Askins over to third. And Reese Reset comes up for the second time. Last inning, he let off with a fly out to center field. <laughs> Anything, I've, I've, I'm telling you, I've seen some really, really wacky stuff in baseball. This would be right up there with them, but it can happen. <laughs> as long as you don't get that last out yet. That one's outside for a ball, 1-0. and In high school baseball, it's 21 outs. You, there's only been 20. Anything can happen. <laughs> First and third, 14-8. They're down by six. And that one's in there for a strike. Evens things up at one apiece. 1-1. One, one. Two outs. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Hard swing. He was going for the fences there, was Reese. And it's one ball and two strikes. Two reset. Runners at first and third. The pitch. Swing and a line drive up the middle and scooped up by the second baseman. And that is how this one comes to an end. Finally, after about two hours and 45 minutes, a couple of seven-run innings, and Nina beats Menasha here this afternoon at Fox City Stadium by a final score of 14-8. to eight. Whew. <laughs> That's about all I can say is whew. That's how it ends. Man, that was, that was a, definitely a fun one to call in this long-time rivalry. I unofficially have eight runs, seven hits for Menasha. 14 runs and 15 hits for 
Nina, and each team committing a couple of errors along the way, too. But final score once again, 14 to 8, as we roll right into the post-game show here on HBY. I am Joey D back in the studio, being very patient. <laughs> yeah, good luck sifting through some of the highlights here. It's Matt back in the studio. And we will just roll right into some of the highlights of this afternoon slash this evening's colossal contest. Go ahead and roll some of those highlights, man. <laughs> this is going to score two runs for Nina, and they take the lead 3-1 to one on a two-RBI single by Sam Dietrich. Swinging a liner up the middle. The second baseman, Domes, is over to get it, and the throw to first is safe. One run is in. A second run comes in, and the ball gets away. Swinging a line drive up the middle and a base hit. Coming across to score is Sam Dietrich, an RBI single for Taylor Price, and Nina takes an 8-7 lead. Again from the stretch, Canuck in the pitch. Swing and a liner out left center field. That's going to get in the gap, and it's going to score one. It'll score two. They're bringing him around from first. That's going to score three. A three-RBI double for Logan Iden. And Nina has opened things up again, this time here in the sixth inning. Yeah, <laughs> you heard that right. A couple of big-time innings for the Nina Rockets, and they win this one in a battle that, if my math again is correct, doing it real quick, uh, two hours and 43 minutes that it took to get this one done uh, between these two rivalry schools. And Nina wins it 14-8. to eight with those two seven-run innings. And so they move on uh, to three and four. That is three wins in a row because they had their game against Appleton North suspended the other day on Thursday. Uh, so they win this one here third in a row after losing the first four. So that's got to feel really good for Jack Tashner and the Nina Rockets. Next up for them, they will play on Tuesday at home against Oshkosh North. And then they head to Hortonville on Thursday, head to Appleton West on Friday for a very tough game against undefeated Appleton West team there. And so that's the way that their week is looking. Manassa drops to 8-7 and seven overall. And uh, after breaking that three-game losing streak, well, that's uh, four out of five now. So they drop to 8-7. and seven. Next up for them on Tuesday, a home battle with Xavier. Then they head to Xavier, so home and home, Tuesday and Thursday against Xavier. So that's a, the way that the rest of the week looks for them. All right, I think that is going to do it here. <laughs> you go get some more water and catch my breath. Thank you so much again to Matt back in the studio and, of course, to all of our fine sponsors that make high school sports possible here on HBY and The Score. Today, Kruger's True Value, Christensen and Wisnet, East Wisconsin Savings Bank, Edward Jones, Jason Berry, Fast Signs, Fox Cities Embroidery, Fox Communities Credit Union, Myron Construction, Simon's Cheese, Tanner Sports Grill, and Mims Charcoal Grill. That'll do it here from Neuroscience Group Field at Fox Cities Stadium. From Matt back in the studio, I am Joey D. Bidding you farewell on this Sunday evening. Thank you so much for listening. Final score once again, Nina 14 and Manasha 8. This has been a presentation of High School Sports on WHBY. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.